0: Thank <laughs> you. Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning Five here on Monday, April eleventh, twenty twenty two. I am Dave Biddle. I am joined by Steve Hellwagon. Tough weekend uh, to say the least for Buckeye Nation, losing a absolutely outstanding young man um, and a Buckeye legend in Dwayne Haskins. Uh, Steve and I are going to honor him on today's show. Some of our favorite memories and um, you know some of the other stuff um, that we're going to talk about regarding Dwayne. I mean, it's just it's just so. So damn sad, Steve. Um, we're gonna get a chance to meet with uh, Ryan Day today at ten thirty to talk all about Dwayne and um, just absolutely gutted, man. I mean, you. I love the story that you wrote for our site, and I love the appearances that you made on radio. Um, you know, just um, give me your initial thoughts on on Dwayne, how you first heard the news, and just how you reacted to it.
1: Yeah, I was in Indianapolis this past weekend. I posted a story on the site about. Going and checking out seven of the guys that Ohio State is uh, recruiting for basketball. We're at some tournaments there, and I was sitting in a gym in Ben Davis High School on the west side of Indianapolis. It was 11 a.m. I'm watching Xavier Booker, who's an Indianapolis kid, six eleven kid, who's just an amazing athlete. And I'm sitting there, and the phone rings. It's my son. I pick it up, and he goes, "Did you hear the news?" And I'm like, "No, what's going on?" I'm, you know, I'm out of town. I was concerned something had happened back at home and he's like well Dwayne Haskins has died and I'm like what you can't be serious and you know then we start talking you get on the internet you look and you see and, and it seems to be valid it seems to be true and you're just like how could this even be possible and you know it's two full days later almost as we're taping this and we still don't have you know many of the answers of Why was he out on that road? Presumably he was going to the airport maybe to catch an early morning flight somewhere. I don't know. And you just don't know why is he out of his car on a busy interstate and, um, you know, accidents do happen. Um, You know, uh, I'm trying to recollect, were you and I on the same bus going to the national championship game? We sure were where our
0: media yeah. shuttle broke down. It was You and me and Jeff Rapp, we were on the – because all the media shuttles were going so early. There was, yeah. there was a national championship game against Oregon. And we're, we're in Dallas. Nice <laughs> we're in Dallas. And then, you know, but the national championship game is in Arlington. So, you know, that's a – you know, that's, what, about a 45-minute drive to the stadium. Yeah. And our shuttle broke down right on the side of the highway. Yeah. I, and trucks are just whipping right by us. And we're just like, I mean, oh, this this th- isn't good. Therefore, um, the
1: grace of God go us, because if if one of those trucks had clipped our van, which was literally parked about that far off of Interstate 30, then we'd be dead. And so accidents do happen, and it's unfortunate, and I guess we just want more information. But, you know, beyond that, obviously, we, we all, you know, think about the great memories with Dwayne. Uh, he was recruited in 2016, and... Uh, obviously stepped in in the 2017 Michigan game and, and kind of pulled their bacon out of the fire. I mean, they're trailing in the game 20 to 14 and he came in and provided the spark they needed to win that game. And even though they didn't win the big 10 championship that year, they still went to the college football playoffs. So that was, uh, that was good. So, you know, I, um, I look at it, I'm just kind of dumbfounded by the whole thing. So, I don't know. Just, um, I don't know. I'm just, the whole thing leaves you just kind of gutted when you think about it. And he had a, a great year at Ohio State 2018 and went on to the NFL and, uh, you know, realized his dream. And, uh, you know, that, again, he's he never fulfilled everything that he was, Going to be supposed to be and had that chance still with the Pittsburgh Steelers this year. And we're just never going to know um, what the story was supposed to be with Dwayne Haskins and, and his NFL career.
0: Yeah. I mean, my gosh. I mean, geez, it's tough to talk about. I mean, it's he's 24 years old, almost 25, had his whole life ahead of him. Um, you know, could have done such great things. And he was such a great young man. Um, you know, had that first-round signing bonus. I'm sure he had plenty of money in the bank. Um, and he had his whole life ahead of him. I still believed in him. I still, I still thought he could be a good NFL quarterback. What we saw in 2018 was no fluke. We saw that. I mean, that 2018 team, Steve, without Dwayne Haskins, I, I don't even know if they would have been, like, a nine-win team. They won 13 games that year. The defense was awful. The program was in turmoil because of all the urban stuff. And urban was suspended. And then, you know, it was urban – not going to come back the next year. And what was going on with that? There's all this turmoil around the program, terrible defense, no running game. They go 13-1, and beat Michigan, you know, one of my favorite Michigan games ever, that 2018 game, Uh, win the Big Ten Championship, win the Rose Bowl. I mean, they have that wins above replacement stat. I think Dwayne by himself was worth five wins that year. I'm not joking. I think they would have been, with Matthew Baldwin as the quarterback, maybe 8-4 and at best in the regular season. I would have lost yeah. their bowl game at eight and five. Instead, they were 13 and one. Um, you know, let's get into some of our um, kind of favorite memories about Dwayne. I just, I, you know, this, I tell you what, one thing I'll say is. Um, let me put that back up there. Um, one thing I'll say is. I, I shed a tear many times this week, and I know you did too, Steve. The one that got me the most was watching the video. I hadn't watched it in a while. When he was like, what was he? Eight years old. And he was visiting Ohio State, and he said, "I'm gonna I'm gonna come to college here one day and be quarterback." And it's like he was even wearing the number seven Haskins. I mean, little Dwayne at eight years old, man, that uh, that was hard to watch.
1: Yeah, you know, he was nicknamed Simba, and uh, you know from the movie The Lion King, and Simba is this playful cub. And uh, what a perfect nickname for him because he was a happy-go-lucky guy, didn't seem to have a care in the world. And I think that that outlook on life helped him as he approached his job as the starting quarterback at Ohio State of just a pressure cooker situation always at Ohio State that you have to win every game and you have to look good doing it. And, of course, the the one game that they lost was the Purdue game, which uh, was just a ridiculous conglomeration of things. The defense was terrible, and offense, you know, he threw for, I think, 497 yards or maybe 500 yards. I don't even remember the exact number, but uh, just an amazing uh, game by him, but they didn't win the game. Um, I think about, as I said, that Michigan game in 2017, uh, I think about the Rose Bowl. Urban Meyer was retiring, and they threw a party on the field, basically in Pasadena, and had Washington, you know, down. And Washington made a big comeback and ended up winning twenty twenty three. But he rides off into the sunset, in Pasadena. There was the big comeback at Penn State. I believe that was that year. Yeah, down two touchdowns in the final. Ben Victor. Minutes, yeah, and, and uh, hit the big pass to Ben Victor and. I think, uh, you know, KJ Hill, Johnny Dixon, they all had a part of that. So KJ Hill high stepping in the end zone for the game winning score. That yeah. Was crazy. That I was mean, a crazy comeback.
0: Steve, his stats that year, somebody pointed this out. I was going to mention this. Dwayne Haskell, So, Joe, Germ, entering that year, Joe Germain held the single season passing record at Ohio State with 3,330 yards. That was the single season passing record. Dwayne breaks that by 1,500 yards, 4,831 passing yards completion percentage of 70 50 touchdowns eight interceptions just I mean those stats are just I would say they're like Madden stats I was never that good at Madden I I couldn't put up stats like that in Madden I mean they're they're better than video game stats it's just you know I think the best thing about Dwayne is the kind of young man he was but that 2018 season was the best season by a a passing quarterback in Big Ten history
1: yeah and and honestly that's when Ohio State began to pivot you see that uh Ryan Day's influence on the offense since then has been uh, nothing short of amazing. He was the offensive coordinator then. He was the head coach, uh, acting head coach for the first three games, and then took over following the Rose Bowl as the head coach as Urban Meyer left. And uh, the offense has pivoted from a run pass quarterback situation with Terrell Pryor, Braxton Miller, uh, JT Barrett to an extent to where it is now strictly a passing offense. I mean, you know, in many regards, or, or largely a passing offense. And uh, you don't get Justin Fields if you don't have Dwayne Haskins. And then it's a great you, point. Know, you yep. don't get C.J. Stroud if you don't have Justin Fields and, and Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins. And so, yeah, so to me and C.J. Stroud, in my mind, Dave, is going to make a run <laughs> at some of these records. <laughs> if he puts up Rose Bowl stats in a few of the games this coming season, like he did uh, some of Dwayne's records are going to, going to fall, but uh, you know, it's going to be a poignant year. I think for a lot of people thinking about uh, you know, uh, Dwayne Haskins both with the Steelers, what could have been and, and his impact on Ohio state. And I think they'll probably have a, a, helmet decal and uh, you know the spring game is this week it'll be interesting to see what they do to recognize him and honor him and obviously for the season opener against Notre Dame I'm sure there'll be some type of uh, commemoration as well but uh, I guess we're just all kind of at a loss to explain what's happened and, and uh, yet to realize what an amazing force of nature he was I referenced he was Simba coming in but he was definitely the lion king going out there was there was no two ways about it he ripped your heart out uh, if he could and uh, that's what he did for Ohio State 13 times that season in 2018 so my condolences to his family his friends his teammates classmates and everybody in Buckeye Nation who's just hurting today still as we search for answers and just wonder you know what What happened and why? And, uh, you know, just just senseless, just uh, very unfortunate. The whole thing.
0: Another one of my favorite memories from Dwayne, Steve, um, is watching him during that 2018 season and how he didn't change at all when he talked to us. I mean, you know, I mean, he he knew he he knew he was blowing up. He knew he was going to be, you know, he was in the race to be in the Heisman be a Heisman finalist. He ended up being a Heisman finalist. Went to New York for the Heisman ceremonies. I still think he should have won the Heisman that year. Um, again, I think Ohio State would have won maybe eight games that year because of Dwayne. They won thirteen. He was worth five wins, in my opinion, by himself. And his attitude with us never changed. He was complete class all the way, hundred percent class, outstanding young man. Um, that's easier said than done. We're seeing the same thing with C.J. Stroud. There's a certain guys where they just don't let it go to their head, and you know, he would just always exuded class and it's one of the things I'll always remember about him the most.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think uh, he always had a smile on his face as he approached his work and a very lighthearted, but it was not a, uh, a thing where you, you would say, Oh, he doesn't care about what's going on or he's just here to have a good time or, you know, we ain't here to play school. None of that foolishness. It was, Let's play winning football. Let's have fun doing it. And uh, he was a leader and a charismatic leader, and the guys fell right in behind him. And uh, you know, people are gonna people look at the NFL career and obviously the Heisman Trophy that uh, Joe Burrow won in 2019, which it was never an apples to oranges. Same year comparison, it was two different years. If you compare Joe Burrow's 2018 at LSU to what Dwayne Haskins did in 2018 at Ohio State, there's no comparison. And uh, then, of course, Burrow took those numbers and, and, you know – put him out of, out of sight the following year at LSU, when he won the national championship and the Heisman trophy, but it's revisionist history to say that uh, Joe Burrow should have been the quarterback at Ohio state in 2018. Uh, You know, they made the decision that they thought was the best for all parties concerned at the time. And, and you can't, you can't, you know, go back and change it. It's just the way that it all, it's just, it's funny. It's just the way that things work out. And, uh, you know, Ohio State may or may not win the national championship in 2022. We don't know. It, it's all completely out there. They've got a team that's good enough to do it. But, you know, crazy things happen in this sport. And, uh, you know, teams come out of nowhere sometimes. And, uh, you know, who would have thought a year ago at this time that Michigan would have been in the playoff, you know, just using it as an example. So, um, you know, I just don't feel like uh, you denigrate – Dwayne Haskins and what he did just because you love Joe Burrow, you know, and Joe Burrow has become a Super Bowl quarterback for the Bengals doesn't change what the situation was at Ohio State 4 years ago. So, um, you know, Dwayne was amazing. It's too bad we only got to see him start for one season. I think there's a lot of people would have maybe wanted him instead of uh, Barrett in 2017. I don't know, but uh Again, you know, revision this history, you never know. But, uh, you know, all this football talk, it, it just pales in comparison to what kind of a guy this kid was. And, uh, you know, did he have his off-the-field problems a couple times? Yeah. You know, was the situation in Washington the best? No, there was a coaching change. And obviously the new coach, Rivera, and, and everybody, they want – their guy you know and, so, and just
0: a terrible organization one of the this, worst organizations in, in all the, of North uh, American Boston professional sports,
1: sports yes
0: Dan, Dan Snyder makes Mike Brown now Mike Brown I love him now for years I was not a big Mike Brown fan Steve uh, as you can imagine yeah, in but the 90s the, Mike my, the worst. Mike, Mike Brown's opening up the checkbook Mike Brown's my guy now um, but yeah. uh, Dan Snyder makes Mike Brown look like the best owner in the world by comparison. Yeah, 90s and, that's and 2000s how, that's how dysfunctional was Washington is. Yeah.
1: yeah. now it's now it's Washington, no doubt. They uh, in Jacksonville, they're <laughs> both at the bottom of the barrel,
0: but well, Jacksonville might be on the way up, there. We'll see. Um, yeah. you know, um, I can't remember what I was going to say now about Dwayne. Um, I was going to say something else about him. But uh, we're going to get a chance to meet with Ryan Day today. That'll be interesting. Hopefully I can remember what I was just going to say about Dwayne. It wasn't anything too profound, but uh, hopefully that, I, I remember what I was going to say. But, you know, it, I, I'm sure we're not going to talk football today with Coach Day. That was pretty clear. We'll talk spring game with him, uh, spring game stuff on Thursday. But it will be interesting meeting with Ryan Day. I'm sure it's going to be very somber over there, um, you know. It's just, as you mentioned, Dwayne, the best thing about Dwayne was the kind of young man he was. It's just, it's so damn sad what happened. Uh, Oh, I remember what I was going to ask you. Um, There's been a lot of talk about what should happen with, you know, with Dwayne honoring Dwayne. Obviously, they're going to honor Dwayne. I mean, we've had people say they should put a a, a DH, uh, you know, sticker on the helmet. I think that's the very least they're going to do. And maybe some people have said they should retire the number. I don't think they're quite going to do that. The thing is, C.J. Stroud right now wears the number seven. And I think what needs to happen there is whatever the Haskins family wants and whatever C.J. Stroud wants, they, that's <laughs> got to be on them. I imagine the Haskins family will say the best thing that you can do to honor Dwayne, I'm just spitballing here, is to wear the number and ball out. But what do you think should happen with C.J. wearing the number seven? Again, I think it should be C.J., whatever he wants to do, because maybe he's not comfortable wearing it anymore. Um, Haskins family, they need to make the decision there. How should Ohio State honor him? What should happen with the number seven this year with CJ?
1: Yeah, there'll be some something special. Maybe even stitch the number seven into the uh, into the turf. Maybe at the seven yard line, just have a little circle with the seven or something I like that. And maybe his initials would be a really uh, nice tribute to him. And I think uh, anything anything you can do, um, obviously, just a special special person taken from us way too soon and, um, you know, had the, the potential to do so many great things. Um, you know, I, I don't know what to, what to really say, what's appropriate. Uh, I think if C.J. Stroud's comfortable wearing number seven, then he'll probably wear number seven this year and, uh, you know, dedicate the season. There was some kinship there, even though they were never on the same team. I think there was some kinship there uh, between uh, – all of these quarterbacks and, and, you know, field's just the same. So uh, I think there is a camaraderie and a, and a kinship there that uh, you know, they share, share a bond. And and I think that uh, Stroud, if we get a chance to talk to him, I'm sure he'll want to want to say a couple of words about it as well, because he's a very spiritual person as well. And um, you know, share, share some of the advice that Dwayne maybe gave him on how to approach again, as we said, one of the toughest jobs in college football. And um, you know, the best way to to honor him is to keep his memory, you know, fresh in our in our consciousness. Let's don't just let this come and pass and and not not uh not recognize, you know, and appreciate everything he did uh for Ohio State and uh for the people around him. I mean I'm I'm so interested to hear what Ryan Day has to say because uh, I'm sure, he's going to be very emotional. He's a kid, obviously, that uh, Ryan Day came to Ohio State um, to coach and, uh, you know, uh, recruited to Ohio State, I presume, by Beck and uh, Warner and that regime in 2016. And then Urban, Urban, <laughs> Urban you got him. <laughs> Urban, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Day in- I think Zach
0: Smith was actually a big part of it, too.
1: Yeah, Day inherited him in 2017 when he shows up. So, um, you know, and 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 obviously the Ohio State offense has taken a from that point on for 2018, I have a hard time believing anybody has accumulated at the major college level as many touchdowns, yards, et cetera. They were number one in both uh scoring and yardage this past season. And that began with Dwayne Haskins. So Absolutely. in 2018. So his his legacy is gonna live on, you know, because he's transformed, helped transform Ohio State into something. That it's never been. So that's 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 good. He was the first first round quarterback from Ohio State back to Arch Leeester. Yeah, I know in by the
0: what? Baltimore Colts. I know that's 82? how long ago. Yeah, yeah. yep by the Baltimore Colts. That's how long ago it was, nineteen eighty two. Yeah. And now now that we're gonna have a steady stream of first round quarterbacks coming for, you know, we already had Dwayne, Justin, CJ's gonna be next. Number one I Whoever wins between the, the McCord-Devin Brown
1: battle, they'll be a first-round pick, I bet. Just keep. And then up. whoever loses in that battle, if they stick around. Oh, right. right. right it's, it's, it's like the old Schimbeck line. Obero. Those who stay will be first-round draft choices.
0: So. <laughs> I love it. Well, I'm glad we we're able to like finish Or this, those really. who stay will be sorely embarrassed. Hon- honoring there. Dwayne and at least having a laugh. Because I think it's equal parts, you know, we're – it's so sad, but it's also fun to think about like the great memories of Dwayne. yeah um, anyway, well we got we gotta get running. Um, I appreciate all the all the comments. You guys are made some very heartfelt comments. We appreciate it. even had a Notre Dame fan check-in. I think some of the college football community overall, not just Ohio State fans, have been really, really, really cool. Um, so thanks to everybody for tuning in. Again, Ryan Day today at 10 thirty. Um, well, have, uh, all coverage of that on Bucknuts. Thank you for tuning in to the show. We appreciate it very much. Thanks to Steve Hellwagon for his insights and, um, his commentary. Appreciate you guys. Um, rest in peace, Dwayne. We love you, man. Rest in peace to one of the best young men I've met and and a Buckeye legend. Thanks again for joining us on today's show.